Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, I hope you are well, and if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And if I sound a little bit anxious today, it's because there is a wasp in my window (laughs) that crawled through the like mesh part and is stuck between the window and the mesh, and it keeps crawling over the hole that it got in from, and it's not getting out. I'm just like, oh my God, there is a thin piece of glass between me and a murder wasp. I have checked the surrounding area. It's too big to crawl like underneath, like like through a little hole. But um, I'm going to check in on this wasp every now and again. (laughs) And yeah, I am just, uh, I'm being, I'm being with the anxiety that I have right now. I'm like, it's fine. It's logically, it's, it can't get through and it will just figure itself out and we can record the episode and we'll figure it out afterwards. And I'm just managing through my emotions, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all good. That's, it's fine. It, it means the warmer weather is appearing, even though I can see how big its little butt is. And that is what's freaking me out the most. I do not like the big butts on the bees and the wasps. I think, well, bees are great. We need them for the you know, environment and pollination, um, they freak me out a little bit, especially the little stingers. So a little bit about me today and my fear of flying stinging things that come near me. So on with today's episode. So I wanted to talk to you today about how to truly disconnect from your job. And this actually came from a follow-up. I've been reaching out to a few of you asking, you know, what is it that you want? What content what is something that I can create for you even a training that's going to really help you and you guys have been great and feel free to just reach out to me as well and just you know comment drop some stuff on what you want to I'm excited for this one because I thought I had talked about this before I'm like surely I've talked about it and it's the same thing as an, an episode on imposter syndrome ages ago. I never did a direct episode on the topic that people were like requesting, but I felt like I had done it, but I just talked about it briefly in other episodes. So I'll give you some recommended episodes that you can also listen to that will help you um, with this as well. But today what I'm going to really give you is two key ways to disconnect from work and it's things that you've never heard about before as well, because trust me. The stuff that you have been listening to around, you know, like go on a walk, meditate, do something fun, I am telling you right now is a band-aid solution to your real deeper problem. I'm going to give you a solution and a fix that is going to help the root cause. It's not a band-aid, it's the actual infection. Like this is the antibiotics for the infection. Because here is the thing, you are spending most of your life, most of your days, nine to five, 35, 32, whatever hours a week at work with your colleagues. You likely find your job very stressful. You are high achieving. You do so much. You're doing all the things. You help out the team when they need it. Maybe you even take on extra priorities to help out the team. You want to go for those big goals. You want to get promoted, but you are so overwhelmed right now. It's just like, oh my God. And then, and then 
the weekends come around and you cannot turn off from work. You can't do it. It's too much. Your brain is still on. What likely happens is Friday night, I bet you Friday night you're absolutely exhausted. And then you have like kids to deal with and like fur babies and like, you know, kids activities, like little A's or something. We used to to call them little A's. It's like an athletics thing when I was a kid. I mean, like the extracurricular sports stuff on top of that, you have absolutely no time for yourself. When you do finally get some peace and quiet for yourself, you're able to do those things that everyone is talking about. You can't relax. You just cannot turn off. And maybe, I don't know if any of you have seen the show Severance, I don't want to give too much of it away, but in the show, everyone has like a little microchip and it switches you like on and off for work. Like it's almost like you're two different people. Like you don't remember what happens at work and vice versa. You don't remember what happens at like the weekend or something like that. And I just saw that. I remember watching this series and thinking, oh my God, like this is so what people want. They want to be able to just forget everything and just enjoy the time they have. But sadly, this is the real world. And you can't, you bring your whole brain, your whole self with you to work, all your memories, everything. You are sitting there thinking it is the job and it's not. I know it's not from experience, but if you are changing, switching jobs, if you are moving to different departments, etc., and nothing is changing, it could be because you just don't know how to disconnect. There's just no way. Your brain is constantly like on. It's thinking of like that report you have due on Monday And we should have done this. And oh, maybe we should have sent this email and then we've got this thing on. And the biggest problem with the typical stuff that helps, that's meant to help, like meditate, go for a bath, relax, do something nice for yourself, is these are little distractions. Your brain is getting like dangled with some keys for a little bit. And then it will go back to overthinking, thinking about the job, like taking it really, really seriously. If this is you, keep listening. I'm going to give you a little bit more, but I am going to tell you how to solve this. The reason these types of activities do not work and you cannot disconnect is because deep down, you are tying your job to your self-worth. Some of you might be saying no. Just hear me out for now. What I want you to do is I want you to things that you are freaking out about in your job right now. I want you to start writing out why it's a problem. Like, just do a massive thought dump, write it all out, all the things you're worried about. Like, oh, that report is due on Monday and it might fail or whatever. And I want you to write out why why, or why is it a problem if that's happened. If you're a long-time listener, I've said this before. A reason, and seriously, I want you to do this. Don't just listen to this and then do it in your head and then, you know, wonder why <laughs> shit's still happening for you. Because what I want you to do is underneath, that is a surface level thought that you have. Like, oh my God, I'm so worried about the project is going to fail. Every thought that you have about work, you are actually making it mean something about you. It's a fear that you have about yourself. Whether it's people realizing that you're not good enough, failing in front of everyone, whatever. It always comes down to you. And because of that, that's the true thought you had. So for me, mine the whole time, the one thought that I had throughout like most of my career, my corporate career, was I am not good enough. So I tried to overwork and overprove to other people to get the approval that I needed to feel safe and believe that I'm good enough. The problem is I would just never believe it 
regardless of what was happening around me. And I just thought, no, it's a job, it's all this other stuff. The power in realizing what your tr- the true thought that is creating all this drama is, is immense. Because once you realize that deep thought, that's the thing you need to work on. That is why drinking wine or going out with the girls on the weekend, you're, you come home after that, you're still freaking out about it because your brain in your subconscious is still telling you, I'm not good enough. Nothing is never enough. Oh my God, we're going back to work on Monday. It's going to be terrible. And your brain wants to look out for threats. This is a threat to your survival. Your thinking brain doesn't like knows it's not, but that other part of you, the survival part of your brain, the limbic system, tons of episodes on it like the first three episodes of my podcast talk about this that does not that is freaking out and it's like oh my god I need to know what is going to attack me right now and I need you to be constantly focusing on it so we can solve this problem but it's not a problem that you can get out of using that part of the brain back in the day when we were hunters and gatherers and whatever sure like running away from a tiger was a good idea and that worked running away from your work (laughs) whether it's procrastinating whether it's like completely numbing out and binging Netflix for a whole weekend doesn't solve the problem it's your thinking brain that's going to solve all those problems you can only do that when you're in a calm state so if you want to disconnect from work you need to work on the part of you that is putting the job on a pedestal that is basically it's holding you at gunpoint with your job it's saying that you have to be absolutely perfect amazing good all the time etc or i'm gonna freaking kill you because of course then it's gonna be so like draining of course you're going to take any like feedback you receive at work or anything bad happens so personally you're holding yourself at gunpoint all the time. And I get so passionate about this. I did another episode ages ago called Fuck Self-Improvement, where I literally talk about this very toxic culture of one improvement and like using like self-help against you, but also the generic fucking tips that society gives you to like decompress or disconnect from work. Don't fucking work and it makes me so mad because I just used to gaslight myself when I used to try meditate do a fun thing for myself and I still felt really anxious I'm like well something wrong with me yada 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 there's nothing because it's it's a band-aid it's not dealing with the root problem which is a deep inner thought you have about yourself so I want to even take it a step further and even in CBT cognitive behavioral therapy there are things that I do not believe are helpful depends on the person But I absolutely hated the statement. You've heard me say it before. I'm going to say it again. Where it would be like, well, would you worry about this thing that you care about at work in five years time? And I got a perfect metaphor to like explain why that is not helpful. I get that it's trying to get you to see outside like, hey, it's actually a small minor thing. But I'll put it this way. It's like your house burns down and someone comes up to you and goes, will you worry about this in five years? My, my fucking house burnt down like that. I, pro- I don't know. I think I'll be fine in five years. The problem I'm dealing with is right now my house is burnt. Fuck you. Like that is absolutely. <laughs> I used to get that all the time because I am big on catastrophizing and black and white thinking. And I used to kind of sit there like I hear you. I know I'm doing it, but like it's not helping me kind of sit there and go, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, I can totally relax about this now. <laughs> That's because when you haven't 
disconnected from your job or like your self-worth is completely tied up in this job, a statement like that is just going to be absolutely infuriating because you are in it. Your anxious thoughts, your anxiety, it's all there. It cannot see outside itself. You've got to get yourself out of that state to start looking at that more objectively. And to do that, you've got to deal with self-worth. So here are the two tips that I think are the absolute best for getting you to truly disconnect from your job by dealing with this part of this, you know, tying your self-worth. Number one is you're going to have to be introspective. I know you're not going to like it. I don't care. You do need to do this. And what I want you to do is flip it. Instead of writing things out like why you care so much about your job or why it all matters, etc. I want you to write out things that you do in your life that you don't care about. Okay, this is super fucking powerful because you will be able to clearly identify what thoughts you are attaching to your job versus things you don't care about. So for me, I play video games and I really enjoy it and I kind of don't care about it. Like I don't care about it in the same way that I do my corporate job or even my coaching business because if I fail at a boss or I stuff up no one's watching me it's just me I don't make it mean anything about myself I'm just like "Eh, I'm playing around it's not on display same as my cooking I'm not the best cook I burn things but that is okay I am fine with that I'm just like it's still good food and we are going to eat this because it's great I don't make these things mean anything about me as a person or a human now when it comes to my corporate job and my business Yes, those thoughts are going to pop up from time to time, but I know how to work with them finally. They don't even speak to me anymore. And it is what led me to get promoted two times in under a year. Because honest to God, especially for high achieving women like yourself, you put so much pressure that once you just take the pedal off the gas and you stop putting that pressure on yourself, I guarantee you, you do a whole heap better. You just perform better because you're not going to, you're going to stuff up a shit when you're holding yourself at gunpoint. But when you take the gun away, you're able to be more creative. You're allowing yourself to make mistakes, like a whole heap of things open up for you. So writing out things that you don't care about can kind of show, well, then, well, why, why do I care so much about my job? Because that's the reason why you can't disconnect because you care about it so much. Like, it's like my dog. I care about my dog so much, right? It's not that I can't disconnect, but I'll, I'll put it this way. When he was a little puppy, my brain was always like, where is he? What's he doing? Has he gotten into anything? Like what's going to happen? My brain was alert. It was like, what mess and havoc is he going to create that I need to, if it's too silent in the house, then he's definitely gone to sneakily pull something away off the countertop or something like that. Brain is like, yeah, looking out for threats here, looking out for how I can come in and help you. And as I said before, the next thing to do is to just write out a whole heap of stuff with your thoughts about why you care about work. Ask yourself why or why is that a problem, but just keep probing and keep going with it. This is really important. And I want you to start noticing when that thought, whatever it is, I'm not good enough. I should be good. I'm just going to use I'm not good enough for an example here. When is that popping up in your work day? And when is that popping up even after your work day? When is that like your brain just switching on and turning on? And then the second thing, you're not going to like it as well, but it is so freaking important. Please stay with me on this one. You need to feel these emotions that emotion 
that you're feeling when you're trying to switch off, but you can't, that resistance, I need you to feel it. I need you to feel and be with those really crappy sensations when you're thinking about work and you start ruminating with it. I need you to go towards the feeling and not run away from it. When you run away from the feeling, listen to my very, I think it's my second episode on this podcast, you are making it worse. You are not listening to your body, where it's at and what it needs. That is the way you communicate with your body right now. If you want to truly disconnect, you need to start by being with your emotions recognizing the thought is important as well but being with those feelings what's going to happen is if you create safety with those emotions just by purely feeling the physical sensations that you are feeling when you feel anxious or resistance because you want to disconnect you are creating safety you are then able to step back into that calm confident whatever it is in saying that though are you going to do this Seriously, are you listening after this going to take what I say and fucking apply it? Like straight after this, are you going to write out the things that you don't care about, you know, feel your feelings, or are you just going to listen to this and then go about your day? Because that's why you're not getting the results here. And there are two types of people. There are people who are going to listen to this. They're going to do the work. I get messages from them saying that it's super helpful. And then some of them, you know, it gets to a point where they struggle, etc. They want to work with me, you know, whatever. But I would honestly say for a lot of you as well, you need to be coached. You need that one-on-one support. You've never done this before because when I'm teaching you this stuff, it's honestly kind of like I'm giving you a bicycle and some people are just better at jumping on the bicycle. They've never ridden a bicycle before and they just kind of figure it out themselves. I'm like, hey, I'm getting the hang of it. I'm not doing it perfectly, but I'm getting it. Thanks, Michelle. And some of you are kind of staring at the bicycle like, uh, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, let me show you. You get, you put your leg over, you sit here, you put your foot here, you put your pedal here. That is what you're missing out on. And on top of that, do you just want to ride the bicycle or do you want to ride the bicycle really fast and get around corners really quickly and not scuff your knee? I'm trying to work with the metaphor, with the bicycle metaphor here. What I'm saying is, do you want to ride the bicycle properly? Because there are just things that I, I, I work with one-on-one that I help my clients master in my eight-step epic work and life program. It just doesn't work on the podcast. I can't talk about it here. It's a completely different level. It is face-to-face. It's one-on-one. It's those Zoom calls that we're having. It's that WhatsApp support. It's me. It's that very customized support for you. All my clients are actually going through similar but completely different things and they're handling them completely differently and I'm tailoring content and guidance to where they are at emotionally in their journey that is what you miss out on when you don't work with me you miss out one you don't do this you don't apply it and then you just keep going with your life wondering how do I disconnect from my job how do I do this I don't know it's kind of like I'm giving you a little bit of antibiotics and you're just not knowing how to take them or you're just not taking them at all. And you're like, I'm still stuck with a problem. And I'm like, okay, let me help you here. But also let me give you some even deeper medication to really like, let's fix everything else as well. Let's look at your knee. Let's look at your elbow. Let's go deep dive, not just so you can disconnect from your job, but like you could actually fucking love your career again. Like I want the absolute best for you. I want you to be where I am at right now in my corporate career. I love my fucking job. 
I really enjoy it. Even on my bad days, I can fucking handle myself and my emotions. I say this all the time as well. Probably don't say it enough. I think I should have had pre like coach Michelle should have had eight breakdowns last year in a corporate job. I had low to mild level anxiety on like the really bad days. And I handled that and I got through that and I worked through those projects and I got them delivered and I handled it and I was fine. And I want you to have the same things as well. It's not just how do I disconnect from my job? It's like, how do I fully disconnect and then really enjoy and love my job again? How do I come home like on a Friday and I'm not completely exhausted because my brain is like, oh, finally it's a weekend. I can kind of like switch off a little bit. How am I like alert and present? and enjoying time with my kids, like the precious memories that I'm building with them. Not like cranky at them because you're tired, you're so overworked and you're just like, oh, like just stop. You can get your fucking life back and you can do that and master that so much faster in my one-on-one program. And if you are on the edge wondering, I don't know if I should do it, I don't know if it's too expensive, I don't know if I have the time, Just book in a discovery call. And the reason I say that is because I will work out. I will help you work through if this is the right fit for you. I'm not going to push it onto you. If if you're not a good fit for it, I will tell you. If you truly do not want this, I will fucking tell you. And guess what? At the end of it, you just get clarity. Because this could actually be something that is going to serve you so much. You will have these skills for life. It's an investment in your emotional and mental health. It's like resilience that you have for the rest of your corporate career as you're going up and up the chain and that gets fast-tracked in six months. I get so passionate about this because it was just that me just going in and leaning into that fear when I booked my very first one-on-one coach. I was so nervous. I just lent, lent, is that the word? I leaned into the fear and I just allowed it to happen. And my whole life changed. I got promoted two times in under a year. That could not have happened without coaching and being in the right mindset. I increased my salary by 40%. Like I almost doubled my salary. This is a person who was about to quit the same job they got promoted in. Because I was just too stressed and I just believed. Can you imagine if I just didn't lean into that fear and I just let it go where I would be right now? I would, and it's, Everyone's different, but I'll be honest with you. I probably would be working like part-time in an admin role and I'd hate myself for it because I know deep down that I can do so much more. It's not to dismiss admin roles, but I know my capability. I know what I'm able to do. You know what you can do. You know that you are so much more for this. Let me fucking help you. Book in a discovery call. Link is in the show notes. Let's see if you're a good fit for the program. And I will see you next week. I hope this has helped. Bye. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. 
Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.